crazy criminals were busy this week in Florida. Here's what's on the docket with Karen Curtis. This week on the docket. Sir, put the gun down, please. I'll tell you what you do. No, no, no. Please put the gun down, sir. Sir, put the gun down, please. Sit down or I'll blow you right out. Sir, I don't want to do this. Please put the gun down. What started out as a welfare check on an elderly Florida man this week ended with a fatal deputy-involved shooting. Deputy Anastasia Castillo tried to calm the situation. Here's audio from her body cam. Well, we're going to find out. That's it, sir. Nobody's in trouble, okay? Sir, put the gun down! Tampa police identify the man as 88-year-old Ronald Urich. They say he confronted Deputy Castillo with a handgun. The Hillsborough County Sheriff says Deputy Castillo did everything she could, but Urich just kept advancing on her with his weapon. This is tragic. This is tragic for the Deputy Sheriff, tragic for the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, tragic for this elderly man and his family. An investigation into the police-involved shooting is underway. A Florida jury this week recommended a convicted cop killer be sentenced to death. An outcome desired by former Governor Rick Scott, which was put into jeopardy by an anti-death penalty prosecutor. The panel ruled yesterday that Markeith Lloyd be executed for the murder of Orlando Police Lieutenant Deborah Clayton. The 46-year-old Lloyd shot and killed her as she was trying to arrest him for the murder of his pregnant ex-girlfriend four years ago. Lloyd has the right to a final hearing before being sentenced to death. I would like to address how my office will be handling death penalty cases going forward. In just over a year, Florida's death penalty statute has twice been ruled unconstitutional. I have given this issue extensive and painstaking thought and consideration. What has become abundantly clear is that while I currently do have discretion to pursue death sentences, I have determined that doing so is not in the best interest of this community or the best interest of justice. That's the prosecutor in 2017, Orange Osceola State Attorney Aramis Ayella, who sued Governor Rick Scott at the time for stripping her office of nearly two dozen first-degree murder cases because she refused to consider the death penalty. Despite my efforts, I've been unable to find any credible evidence that suggests death penalty increases safety for law enforcement officers. I did find, however, a national death penalty study which found the presence or absence of death penalty has no bearings on law enforcement deaths by homicide. That same study found states that have ended death penalty tended to have fewer law enforcement deaths by homicide after their states ended the death penalty. According to that study, the deadliest states for law enforcement officers are all states that have actively used death penalty, including Florida. The showdown between Scott and Ayala started when Ayala announced her decision not to seek the death penalty in the high-profile murder case of Markeith Lloyd, who was accused at the time of killing a police officer, or in any cases her office prosecuted. Florida's death penalty has been the cause of considerable legal chaos, uncertainty, and turmoil. An analysis of death penalty must be pragmatic. It must be realistic and not simply theoretical, impulsive, or emotional. In September of 2017, Ayala voluntarily dismissed her federal lawsuit against Governor Rick Scott after the Florida Supreme Court ruled against her decision to never seek the death penalty. Former Governor Rick Scott signed more death warrants than any other Florida governor since the death penalty was reinstated in the state in 1976. Governor Scott presided over 28 executions during his 
two terms as governor from 2011 to 2018. Also this week on the docket, five Sarasota County, Florida students are being disciplined for chanting the naughty version of Let's Go Brandon. According to the school district, the Venice Middle School students received disciplinary referrals for using inappropriate language on a school bus last week. The student who reported the incident is being offered counseling and a chance to transfer to another school. A 60-year-old woman wearing red spandex is under arrest this week for DUI after leading police on a car chase through a golf course in Vero Beach. The Indian River County Sheriff's Office said the woman refused to stop when an officer attempted to pull her over. She then plowed through the gates of the golf course. Video released from the Sheriff's Office shows some golfers running and diving out of the way of her SUV. Deputies eventually used a pit maneuver to box her in and arrest her. Jody Ann Harvey of Vero Beach was arrested and faces charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, DUI, and two felony counts of criminal mischief, aggravated fleeing and eluding, and aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but her vehicle and two patrol cars were damaged during the pursuit. That wraps up the docket for this week. Thanks for listening. Case closed. 